Martin Jones to the Leafs. We so, solved it. Billy Huso is. to another episode of NGS. Uh, as you can tell, it's not John speaking today, as uh, he is currently out. But it's just me and our another co-host, Matthew. Hi, guys. Today's uh, going to be a little different, but we're going to get through it. It's unfortunate that John couldn't be here today. He definitely it will be missed. Yeah, he will. He's be. not dead, promise. Yeah. Our hearts <laughs> are broken, just like your NHL brackets. Let's get on to hockey first. You know, uh, me and you are the bigger hockey guys right, out of the yeah. three. So I think it's only fair. Um, any shockers do you think happened? I mean, I, not really. I mean, I guess my shocker personally is mm-hmm. Toronto losing. And like the reason that's a shocker is because they are, they're really good. And I think that if they would not have played Tampa, mm-hmm. they totally would have gotten out of the first round. Any team except Florida and Tampa, they would have gotten out of the first round. They yeah. could have beat anybody but those two teams, I think. So I don't know. Well, and I just think that when they do get past the first mm-hmm. round, the floodgates are going to open and they're going to win, like, four cups. Like, yes. in my opinion. But... The Atlantic is a bloodbath almost every year, so. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, not really many shockers for me. I mean, I expected I expected the teams that won to win. Mm-hmm. And the only, I think the biggest shock for me would be the Carolina Hurricanes. Because I, in a natural seven series... I expected them to win, but their goalies were out. Mm-hmm. I did a little research, and the goalies were out. So, like, okay, I think Boston could edge them with a, you know, with the goalies being out. But the third string really just picked his weight up and was like, hey, I'm here. Game seven victory for the Canes, mm-hmm. and they won the series. So. Yeah, I think I think what it came down to in that series was coaching, and I think that Rob Brindamore is a, maybe not the best coach yes. right now in the playoffs, but he is definitely, like, a great coach. I don't know who you could say the best one is. Personally, mm-hmm. I, I probably Tampa. Tampa probably got the best coach. I mean, Cooper, yeah, yeah, definitely Cooper. Um, Colorado, I love their coach, but mm-hmm. their Colorado has better GM. Joe Sakic, I think, is like the best GM in the league. Mm. That might be an argument. Or the or the yeah. Kings GM. The Kings GM is pretty good. Because Steve Yazer. Oh, Yazerman. Yazerman. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeezerman. I forgot about him. I mean, they'll be in the playoffs for the next yeah. couple years. Maybe not next year, but definitely in the next coming years. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so just to recap, Avalanche beat Nashville in a sweep. wasn't really a surprise. The only person that was surprised was John. <laughs> yeah. so, John had uh, Nashville. <laughs> Nashville in four. The vibes, bro. The, the vibes. vibes. You know, the vibes can get crazy. So. I didn't think I didn't think anybody was going to get sweep, so I had Colorado in five. I thought somebody was going to steal one. Yeah. In the game of hockey, like, it's so topsy-turvy that mm-hmm. anything could happen. Nashville winning one at home sounded a realistic. I thought I thought Colorado was going to win the first three. Nashville win the the fourth one because Colorado wants to win at home. Yeah, and then yeah, that's what I think. Uh, um, I did have Minnesota over St. Louis because I thought Mark Andre Fleury was going to like be great, and he mm-hmm. he, he didn't do bad. Col- Minnesota does not have a the defense to make a deep playoff run, in my no. opinion. I had them losing in the second round to Colorado, yes. but 
I mean, if you play Flurry Game Seven, I think he wins that game for you. That was that was definitely a yeah. Th- that was not. The I had the Blues in seven. I don't like the Blues nor Minnesota, nor the Predators. I don't like many teams in the Central, but the St. Louis. Something about St. Louis and how like statistically they're better than almost every team in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's like they just really over depend on their goalie. I don't think they'll win the cup. I don't think they could make. They could surprise with a deep run, though. Mm-hmm. They really could. I mean, I could see them making the conference finals. Mm-hmm. I don't think they make the cup, though. Because I, I think my pick for the cup finals are Rangers mm-hmm. and Edmonton. Yes. Because I feel like Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are just going to put the team on their back. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, Edmonton Lakers going to Game 7. I had that. Too. I Edmonton that. Lakers? I'm sorry, Edmonton Kings. It's L-A-K, <laughs> so I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Edmonton and the Kings going to Game 7, I feel mm. like that was... Anybody could have guessed that. I don't mm. feel like... Unless you're a diehard Edmonton fan, you're like, Edmonton in four, they got it, sweep. Like, But Dallas and Calgary going to Game 7? That was crazy. And Calgary did not look good. Now, that was partially due to Jake Ottinger absolutely standing on his head. Yes. But, they got goalied, for sure. But they, they just... I mean... I, I would argue... Calgary and Dallas was really interesting because... As you said, we were talking beforehand, Dallas is on downswing. Mm-hmm. They're still performing well, but they just didn't get it done against the Flames. They have an old core. Yeah. They, they do have good young players. I mean, I like Robertson. I love Heitzkanen. He signed a weird contract, which is yeah. His contract's debatable, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love, like, who's I love Ottinger. I'm a big goalie guy. Like, I love goalies. Yeah. So I love Ottinger. You know, like, they, they, they will have great couple guys in the next future mm-hmm. they're not gonna have a great team in my yeah. opinion so uh, they had their chance when they played tampa in the finals that's a shame uh so yeah calgary beating dallas i mean game seven i think i had them in six i also had uh i also had st louis in i think five or six mm-hmm. but that could have went either way i'm happy the St. that st louis won yeah there's a lot of series that i feel like could have gone either way mm. um Definitely, like, the first, for the for the conferences, the Central 1, and the, the Wild Card 2s, yeah. I feel like were the only ones that I was very certain on who was going to win. <laughs> uh, that's about it, though. I mean... Uh, Oilers-Kings, 7. I think I had the Oilers in 6. I had Oilers in 7. Uh, I mean, the Oilers, to me, they look really shaky. Like, they look... Like, you could... Their goalie could easily give away a game or two in a he series. Did. No, he did. And that is... And that is what I think will be a deal breaker. And I feel like if I had to pick the Avs Blues series and then the Flames Oilers series, it's gonna be Avs Flames mm-hmm. advancing. I I don't think that's a bad pick. I personally am gonna go with the Avs and Edmonton. I'm still sticking with that Edmonton. I don't know, like Calgary should not have struggled against Dallas mm. purely because of the goaltending. They were yeah. I don't I don't think that was a reason for them to struggle and almost lose the series. Yes. Cause I don't I don't really like that. Edmonton, I knew that that was going to be a struggle because Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl haven't been in the playoffs for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, Jonathan Quick was having a good year. No one thought that the Kings were going to be as good as they were. No, so no, they're a young team. Well, besides obviously like their core, their their core from the two thousand tens. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they have like young pieces like Byfield and all. Byfield, like, you know, yeah. Turcotte. They, yeah, it's Turcotte's like a good blend. Injuries, it's but. a good blend of young talent that yeah it will progress and then captains like dowdy in them so yeah so dustin brown retired mm-hmm. that was that was a shame but like it i don't know i just think edmonton will do better because yes. i just don't trust calgary to 
it's too obvious to pick the first seeds every time. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's got to be that one miracle team, and mm-hmm. I think the miracle team is Edmonton. The issue is, okay, so both these teams have not had a lot of relative success in the playoffs recently. No, but they're... The Flames um, and the Oilers. So one Albert, Alberta team will advance. Mm-hmm. If you look at the teams, right, the Flames are very well-rounded, mm-hmm. and they're seasoned. Like, Johnny Hockey's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple other pieces, like... And they're, you know, just the Oilers, they don't, their goalie can somehow, sometimes give up Mike Smith, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, Smith Mike Smith up. is too inconsistent. Defensively, they kind of, they have Duncan Keith. At, at, who, what line is he on? Top? I think he's the second or first line, yeah. He's, okay, so you have Duncan Keith in 2022 as your top line, let's say, hypothetically. And your only offensive production will be... Connor McDavid, Dreisaitl, who can produce a lot. Evander Kane's actually been having a... And Kane stepped up, yes. Yeah, Kane stepped Kane up. Kane has stepped um, up. RNH really hasn't been doing anything. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. But, I mean, we've seen before, like, three, four guys can absolutely win you the cup. Like, we saw that in 2019 mm. with um, the Blues. Yes. Like, the Blues had a good team in 2019, don't get me wrong. But Bingington, yeah. Pat Maroon, and um, who was their... Was it, it wasn't Tarasenko. Oh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly, Those yeah. three guys won him the cup. I don't care what anybody says. It, those three guys had a great year, and they won him the cup. Yes. So, that's my opinion, but... I, I don't know. I picked, I picked actually, the Flames to go all the way. So, mm-hmm. one... Okay, just to leave it at this, one Alberta team will make it all the way through to the conference finals. For sure. And, I mean, it's exciting for Canadian hockey, considering that they're carrying the torch at this point. Yeah, Canadian hockey has not really been... How many teams were in? One? About three. Three. Three Canadian teams. <laughs> and two of them are playing each other, and the other I, one's out already. When you think of the ratio, like, you know, three out of seven Canadian teams making it, it's all right. It's a good... I feel... Yeah, I mean, that's good, but, like, okay, who's the other Canadian teams? The yep. Canadians who made a brief finals appearance. Brief finals appearance. They made a finals appearance? Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was flashing up. Carrie Carrie Price made a final. Carrie Price, yeah. <laughs> Carey Price um, and friends made a. Comment. I mean, then you have Ottawa. You have Montreal. Who, Rebuilding. Yeah, both of them. Um, like Vancouver, who was on the cusp. They're yeah, they were on the playoff of the playoffs. Yeah. But Vancouver will never be good because they compete with um, Edmonton, and then now they have Seattle to compete with. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, what's, let's shift it to, well, first of all, West. So you said abs, you think abs and Oilers. I yeah. think flames. Who do you think wins between abs and those two? Who do you think it progresses to the Stanley cup finals? I want to say Edmonton because I just think Colorado just can't, is like cursed. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, I think they're cursed. They have the, it's not as bad as. Toronto, but I just think they're cursed. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, maybe they do it. If they play Calgary, they do it. If they play Edmonton, I don't think they will. Because I think, again, Edmonton is just, I think they're mir- they're, they're their miracle team this year. Yes. And the Rangers are severely underrated, in my opinion. So we can flip to the East if you want. All right, let's flip to the East because, uh, you know, the Caps and the Panthers, uh, Panthers win. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that took that long to finish off the Caps, honestly. Yeah, I had him in, in five. I had Florida in five. And Florida won in six. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that the – I mean, they just stole two games. I don't think it was, like, anything for Florida to freak out about. Yeah. I just think they stole two games. Yeah. The big hurdle now is getting over Tampa. Yes, who because, defeated the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs, who uh, – I have a friend in Toronto. He was so – he was fuming at refs, Justin Hole, um, and it was tough. This, this was, like, a drama. This was actually, mm-hmm. like, a TV drama you could watch. Um – Game seven, I watched the whole thing live, and what what did you think of that? What do you think of it? I I thought it was Toronto didn't play bad. I thought Toronto did not I'd play agree. bad. I agree. Toronto played great. I'd say they deserved to win that game. They honestly. deserved to win, but Tampa is just that good. Tampa is it's just that good. Like I don't. Yeah. And not to say that it was like the refs' fault or it was Justin Hole's fault, whatever. Toronto had the chance to close the series out in game six. They did. And, and I think that once everybody knew that they didn't win Game 6, it was kind of obvious that they weren't going to win Game 7. Mm-hmm. I held out hope. I thought, like, you know, they were finally going to do it. And they would have. Yeah. They would have had they not played Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Had they not played Vasilevsky. I see their defeat as a bit of a, like, a revival. Because now you can see they actually play competent hockey in the first round. Oh, yeah, absolutely. for the past they couple took, they years... They took the two times defending... Cup champs to the game seven. Yes. That is not something to be ashamed of. And I'd say for the past couple years, one that one series against the Habs, which I think was the biggest series I think the Leafs could ever play, mm-hmm. uh, like in their history, just because you're playing the Habs when you're never it's gonna... classic. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like that, and then the Jackets, and then who they Boston. Like, they've collapsed hysterically. They, they cannot be Boston to save their lives. Yes. Like, they've collapsed so many times repeatedly to mm-hmm. where it's, like... And it's been always, like, lackluster. Like, oh, defense gave up or goalie gave up in the last five, ten minutes. This time, it was, like, yeah, they controlled They controlled it. They held it. It's just they were they working hard. Yeah, yeah, they just didn't get lucky. Like, this it was, is the it first was an series. unlucky bounce. I, I remember saying this, too. This is the first series, I think, that the Leafs were actually aggressive. And not, and by aggressive, I don't mean Nazem Kadri just trying to headshot people. Right. I mean like they were hustling. They were <coughs> they were laying. They hits were working out. hard. They were yeah. They worked. They nothing to be ashamed of. No, and team. I don't really like the fact like Toronto's like the big hockey town. You know what I mean? Toronto yes. is. It is the mecca. It, it is, is mecca. like Toronto is like the hockey town. I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. It's Toronto, and in my opinion, I'm a little biased, but I think it's Chicago. Because it's just the brotherhood, the creed. It's like a, you know, I don't know. I, but I could have an argument against that. I could easily say Minnesota is the American home hockey. Interesting. Not, I'm not going to disagree. This. That's interesting. Um, I'm not upset with that take. But regardless, I digress. I think that Toronto should not change absolutely anything except maybe the goaltending. Mm. I don't, what do you need to change there? You don't need to change anything on that team. Right. Uh, like, Everyone stepped up. Everyone had, did what they had to do. Goaltending, I don't think needs to be touched. But you have to, you have to assess what you have to do to either replace or renew the contract of Jack Campbell. I mean, you could keep him. I feel like he's a decent starter in the playoffs. Yeah. He he won't like steal a series. No, that's what your other. That's what your front like five guys are for. Yes, but I definitely think that he's a solid person in net. He's a solid goalie in net. I, mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna say he was like crap. He was fine. I think he was. I think he did fine against the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. But he's. Do you? If you're Toronto, do you want a goalie that steals a series? Because at this point, what else? What else do you need? Like it feels like you need like 
five Wayne Gretzky's and like, you know, like <laughs> Vasilevsky out there to win a, to win a series. So yeah. it's I'm afraid. I'm not a Toronto fan, but mm-hmm. I would love to see the franchise finally succeed. I feel like they deserve it. Yeah, the meme has kind of died for me too. Like, yeah, I I actually have seeing like, seeing how hard Toronto worked this year. Yes, to lose in a game seven, two to one. If they would have lost game seven, mm-hmm. like six to two, I would have been like, okay, you didn't deserve it. They lost two to one. They lost by one point. Mm-hmm. I feel like they deserved it. Like, uh, so, I'm just looking up a couple of free agents that are like gonna hit the market. Just goalies, obviously. Right. Like, does a guy like Vile Huso like answer your? How old is he? How, is he? He's a guy from. Uh, he's. Blues. I know he's from St. Louis. Yeah, but how old is he? I don't know how old he is, but I mean, if you're going all in, and if it's happening, like mm-hmm. you should go for it. I mean, I feel I. I'm not gonna say that's a bad pick. Like, I mean, bad pickup because it's it's not. You could always go after Mark Andre Fleury. True. Oh yeah, that's the big name. That's a really big name. Um, like yeah, I'm looking at Jonas uh, Cook. The mm-hmm. guy from Columbus, like just fifteen. Corpusalo. Yeah, fifteen ads popped up at the same time and kind of just ruined my mojo. But yeah, Corpusalo wouldn't. I, I wouldn't pick him up. I don't think he fits in Toronto. But Mark Andre Fleury would be good. He'll definitely steal a game or two for you. Um, yeah, like I'm looking at the list. There's a lot of people that can make a move towards. Like obviously Darcy sure. Kemper, uh, Braden Holtby, who's aging, but I mean his numbers. I would point eight five. How old is Billy Huso? How old? How old is I man? generally have no clue. Let's look that up. Cause Pavel Frank. Oh wait, like a goalie, goaltending tandem in yeah. Colorado is about to expire. So okay, they have to keep one. You can easily pick up one. Yeah, I don't know how the cap situation in Toronto is, but I can't imagine it's great considering that you have your top four players locked into. Yeah, I can't imagine it's great because you have Marner, Tavares, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Matthews, and Giordano. I can't imagine it's great. <laughs> Martin Jones, what an old name! Wow, that uh, so nine zero one. Yo, <laughs> Martin Jones to the Leafs. We so, solved it. Billy Huso is twenty seven. Yeah, I personally would pick up if I was. I either keep Jack Campbell mm-hmm. and put Billy Huso, or if you're gonna get rid of Jack Campbell, if you're like we need to move on from Jack Campbell, yes. you go with Billy Huso and Mark Andre Fleury. So, and you maybe sign Billy Huso to a three year contract, and Mark Andre Fleury can help him that year because that's what. The Hawks were doing with Lankanen and Delia with mm. uh, Mark Andre Fleury, yes. so you could do that. Um, uh, Miko Koskinen, which is all interesting because his numbers are—he's a point nine save percentage, one-year deal mm-hmm. type of player. He's thirty-four, so or he's going to be thirty-four. So I don't think it's a terrible option. There's a lot of options for mm-hmm. Toronto. Toronto, I'm let's be clear: Toronto's not going to sign a free agent goalie that is like an Ottinger. They're they not gonna sign a superstar. They will not sign a superstar goaltender. They need something that's doable. Yeah, they need something that's a solid pickup and goal that'll. If they get out of the first round, I feel like they'll be fine for the rest of the playoffs. Yes, but there's just that that stigma. You walk into the locker room on game one of the first round, and every Toronto player is like their stomachs are turning. They're getting nervous because like they don't want to lose. Yeah. So that's what it is. So let's move past. Uh, this is basically turning into a Toronto podcast now. Uh, we are heavily invested in them. Uh, Canes, Bruins, we talked about them a little bit. Canes, Bruins? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, not surprised. It's supposed to happen. But right. Game seven to Bruins who, you know, are seasoned every year, like, hey, 
this is the year they're gonna collapse. Made the playoffs, pushed them to seven. I um, I feel like I feel like game seven is fine between those two because we know that Bruins are like we know that we know who the Bruins are in the playoffs. Yes. The Bruins are a very aggressive team and they're a very hardworking team in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. we knew that that was gonna be a close series. I had Carolina in six, but yeah. Six and seven are basically the same kind of. Mm. I mean, obviously they, not, but. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Rangers, Penguins. Didn't you? Who'd you pick for? That? I had the Rangers. I also picked the Rangers. It was a lot closer than what I thought it was gonna be. A lot closer. I mean, yes and no. Like the Rangers were down three one in the series, and Pittsburgh just collapsed. I I will still stand by what I say. Igor Shesterkin might be the best goalie in the playoffs right now. Yeah, like Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky, and Ottinger, and Igor Shesterkin. Yes, and I, oh man, I don't know. I mean, okay, so Igor obviously carried the Rangers on his back. Oh yeah, um, I mean they look a lot more suited for. I'd say this team has a better chance of being the Canes than they do. Uh, Pittsburgh, just because who the Rangers? Yeah, the Rangers. Yeah. Just because. Pittsburgh's so good offensively mm-hmm. that it makes... It's not that Pittsburgh is good offensively, like they are, but mm-hmm. they, between Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang, those three guys are probably the three most knowledgeable hockey guys in the yes. in the league. Not just in the playoffs, in the league. So you need guys on the Rangers who just kind of have that knack for hockey IQ, and I didn't feel mm-hmm. like any of them have that. Like, obviously, if Jabanajad, Panarin, you know, yeah. those guys, Strom, but... They're not. No one reaches the level of Crosby. Yeah. No. So I feel like on Carolina, the only person who has that knowledge of Crosby is behind the bench coaching, which is a good thing. But if he ain't on the ice, I don't know if Carolina will win. I think it'll. It might be a game seven, game six series. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I could I, see. It. I could I see. see it. Yeah. But. Cause I mean, these are two teams, the Canes and the Rangers, that they're trying to go over the hump. Mm-hmm. I'd say. The Canes have been the biggest trolls in the NHL, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the Rangers. They've been trying to hit break through that glass ceiling. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've signed a bunch of big names, Tim Panarin, over the course of a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Drafted Lafreniere, um, you know, just a whole Capo bunch of Capo Caco, yeah, yeah. So. Like they've done a lot to make that team not bad, <coughs> and they've done it successfully to where they're in the second round. So, I do think that the Rangers have the best goalie tandem in the playoffs. Because yes. I don't think if, if Shesterkin, for whatever reason, gets hurt or he just has a bad game and mm-hmm. you want to sit him, you could put Georgiev in. I, yeah, I think goaltending wins it for them just mm-hmm. because of how just how good they are. Mm-hmm. You can see it's, it could steal you a series. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Shesterkin, absolutely. We just saw it. Mm-hmm. I sold him that series. We just saw it. So we have... Let's talk about the Panthers Tampa, Tampa. series. Uh, tough one. I I I take the Panthers. I'm gonna take the. Panthers. I think the only reason the Panthers win. This is a hot take. Very hot take. I think Bobrovsky outperforms Vasilevsky. Huh. Huh. Okay. I that's that super unpop super hot take. That, that is tough. That is. Wow. I I don't know how to react to this because Vasilevsky is a. Very consistent, and Bob has been very inconsistent. He just had a good season this year. Like this year was his good la- season. Yeah, That's yeah. It. Last year was all Spencer Knight. So Spencer Knight, baby. Bob this year, also no. doesn't have a lot of playoff experience compared to. Do you remember what he did the last time he beat Tampa? Though he swept them. Okay. Now they didn't. They're not sweeping them right now. Yeah, they, yeah. they're down a game, but. I uh, I mean. 
That's a that's a rough one. I have either, the Panthers. Either have... <laughs> this is can you imagine can you imagine the Panthers so the Panther let's say the Panthers lose the playoffs. Can you imagine they get swept? Vasilevsky gets his revenge on Bavarovsky. Oh my god. Oh the story. I just I hope Tampa doesn't make the conference finals because if Tampa make Tampa makes the conference finals. It's wraps, you think? I think it's wraps. Like who's okay. between them and the Rangers, bro. It's... Oh yeah, no Tampa. Yeah, that's the thing. Like hockey is so funny that certain matchups will determine. Right. Like if Tampa wins, we believe that Tampa will beat the Rangers. But if Florida wins, we think you think the Rangers can beat Florida. I think the Rangers will beat Florida because I don't think Florida has. Like, Florida has a good team, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think Florida has the fan base behind them for the conference finals. Yeah, And it, this playoffs is exciting for me because I'm looking at the names that are left. Mm-hmm. All these teams besides Tampa have not won historically in their franchise history. I mean, Colorado has. Okay, yeah, so 1990s. Yeah, the like, 90s. not I, I forget. I, yeah, not recently. Carolina's the only, Carolina well, and the Blues, Tampa. The Blues. And but, Carolina, Tampa, and the Blues are the only ones who have recently won. But Carolina the, won was in 2003. The Blues one feels like a fluke, people will say. People it was will a, say that it, one was the fluke. It was a fluke, but it was a pretty good fluke. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a pretty good, come on. The, like, it's a game based on luck, basically, and... It was it was a it was a series it was a playoffs based on the fact that you brought up a rookie goaltender and he could not lose he had all <laughs> the confidence in the world that's all it was. Do I look nervous? What a cocky! I remember that. That was a crazy summer. All right. So. I remember. So I remember that that summer of uh-huh. Tuka Rask. I watched Game One when they were they were in Boston, right? Yeah, I think they were in Boston for Game One. Dude, I remember looking at like watching the um the national anthem and Tukaraz is just staring at the ice like <sighs> <laughs> like he was like shaking with anger. Like I was like, "Oh my god, he's going to sweep him. He's going to kill someone." Oh my gosh. So, to recap, Stanley Cup playoffs, you think that the Oilers will make the finals? Mm-hmm. And the Rangers will make the finals. Yes, Rangers will. And win and the Rangers win it? Rangers win it all. So, I you think the goaltending will take I think Igor Sheshikin is the best goalie in the playoffs right now, purely purely because of his confidence, not because of his consistency. Mm-hmm. Purely because of his confidence, confidence will take you so far, especially in hockey. We've seen it. Michael Bunting is twenty seven and he's in the race for the Calder because he has great confidence. Looking at it so far, I want to say, I'm gonna say Calgary makes it out alive and makes it to the final. Oh, that's hot take. Because that's hot take. Because wait, 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 wait. So you saying that the Oilers who com- who made it to Game Seven against I the said Kings? That's, I said that is who, my mirror. Whose goalie turns into a three blind mice every time a fifth shot comes towards them? It's going to make it to the finals against the Rangers. It, say it. <laughs> who almost lost to Sidney Crosby and them, man. Is going to make it all the way through because. That's a hot take. But that's the hot take. Cause, but cause. me saying that the first seed in the West is is a hot take because, oh. What? What? Are, what are, okay. Okay. If I knew this episode might get heated. Because if you're a goalie, so, tend the goal. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. But, yeah, I'm going to say, I don't know. I either want to go for the Canes or the Panthers against Calgary. But I don't know who to pick. Yeah, I don't. If think... you're gonna pick between Canes and the Panthers, I would go with the Canes. I don't know. 
it's it's tough because Calgary and the Canes are so hardworking. Like they're the hardworking teams. The offensive might of Panthers could overpower them. The Rangers, unless they goal, unless they goalie a whole series from two more teams, which is gonna have to happen. Uh, I don't know how they can make. I it think all they. The way to I think they beat Carolina. I think, dude. I think they win it all. I don't know. Like I just, we've seen we've seen this happen before. Where like a oh, no, team, yeah. Who, like yeah. Don't get know. me wrong. They definitely could, but I I don't know. I just it has to be a lot of goalieing and a lot of Mika Zanibad hat tricks. Order for them to get through. Panarin's gonna have like thirty assists or something like that. He's yeah, gonna, he's gotta have like no, sixty. They're points. gonna be throwing bread loaves onto the ice every time he scores. At right. This playoffs, yeah. All right, let's uh, heated hockey debate. Let's move on to a fun one. Uh, basketball. Oh, great! Yay. So uh, <laughs> it's been a while since we talked about the godforsaken sport. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you know the Bulls are out. We talked about. We talked about that a while ago. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee and Boston. Um, Boston won in seven. Yeah, that was my prediction. I don't so, know if I said in seven, but I said Boston. Wins. I did say Boston to win it. Uh, Philly and Miami, We I think we all picked Miami to win mm-hmm. it. Uh, James Harden disappeared. He was there? I didn't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he was He was kind of there. It was kind of... He was at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miami in six. I think Embiid got injured and... You know, didn't really help that your best player was out. No. Um, Golden State and Memphis, scrappy series, I'd say. Definitely a chippy one. Definitely, yeah. definitely chirpy. I yeah, think yeah. another one where like, it's the dynasty versus the future. Yeah. Of the league, because I th- I thought it was so weird that Memphis absolutely destroyed Golden State when John ja Morant was not on the court. Because we talked about this on the podcast, John ja Morant and his team, the Memphis Grizzlies, played better without John ja Morant. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Either, like, his offensive contribution and a lack of defense is what it... Like, it's just something weird. And it's almost like you have to think. Sadly, he's your franchise player. He's not as effective as a franchise player should be. Mm -hmm. Do you move him for something that would be more effective? But you can't because you draft him. He's a hometown guy. So that's the the paradox you're stuck in as the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Do you want to win or do you want to keep the guy? Like, that's that's the paradox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Phoenix versus Dallas. <laughs> um, you you know the result. Right? Fraud, Paul. Yeah, fraud, Paul. Okay, let's let's not go that far. Okay. Game seven, Dallas versus Phoenix, the battle of the Southwest. Okay. Texas versus Arizona. Uh, the first seeded Suns. The best team in the league, we'd say, for so long, had lost to Dallas. To Luka. Not to Dallas. They lost to Luka. <laughs> they... no, no, okay. Uh, that's why I'm not... Uh, there's a reason specifically why I'm not saying just Luka. Uh, they lost 20... Or no, 123 points to 90. The score... Okay, the score by the end of the second period by half was... <laughs> 57 to 27. Uh, what I want to say is you cannot win a game off of 14% shooting throughout the second period or quarter. You yeah. can't. You cannot. Uh, at that point, if your best two players, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, who combined for that number, are shooting like that, you should get the ball into someone else's hands. 
I don't care who. You can give it to the nacho guy on the in the stand somewhere. Right, give, give it, it to the hot dog vendor. You can give it to DeAndre Ayton. You can give it to someone else. Cam Johnson, I don't care. You need to move the ball somewhere else. You need to. It's not working. So not only is that a coaching fault, that falls on Devin Booker and Chris Paul. If you guys don't feel like, hey, you know, I can't make a shot. Instead yes. of putting up, quit putting up the bricks. Give the ball to someone you know else. What, be sad, a decoy. The sad thing you guys is, can be a decoy. You, someone else. Oh, I said it. Someone on the Suns were putting up stupid shots. I sent in the group chat. Mm-hmm. It was everyone. Everyone was taking stupid shots. Some shots just weren't falling. That's unlucky. I'd say Chris Ball had a bad game, but it did expose his faults that he doesn't play defense as well as he used to, which is due to age. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker, he got exposed as... Okay, well, the hot take is from friend John. John said that Devin Booker is trash. So He's not here to defend himself. Before we, we get into what John said, I want to say we have to acknowledge the fact... It was John's birthday a couple days ago, so he we he made some picks. Yes. He said Dallas, and he said the the Boston will win, and I agreed with him. And he made this big deal because he got someone to agree with him, and he was right. So we have to acknowledge that. Yes. John, when you listen to this, you were right. We were both right. He's smirking right now. Yeah, he's he is laughing right now in the future. He yeah. So. It was not a bad pick. Like I, I agreed with that pick. So mm-hmm. I picked the Suns because I felt like at home they had to get the job done. But they did the exact opposite. They <laughs> shot, they shot so badly, so terribly, and they just couldn't figure out the Rubik's cube that is Luca in front. <laughs> the Rubik's cube. And, and the, the thing Slovakian is, the, Rubik's the, cube. the issue was the Mavs all series long always had a random player pop up and drop thirty. Right. Spencer Dinwiddie was the hero <laughs> of the game. And then it wasn't, it was Finney Jr., Finney Smith. And then if it was another guy, it was probably like Popeye Smith from Dallas. Yeah, right. On a peg leg dropping 50 on him. Like, it was so, it was so outrageous. And you don't plan for that. You plan for Luka. Because you have to stop Luka. Because he's going to drop 40, 50 on you regardless. But no, it was like. See, that's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying about, like, how Devin Booker and Chris Paul in Game 7, like, if you guys aren't putting up numbers, Luca was hurt, right? Yes. Or he, he, you know, he missed a game. He did whatever. miss a game, yeah. And instead of being like, okay, like they didn't know who to guard, they didn't oh. know who was going to be a threat because you know to guard Luca. Yeah. So when you when you know to guard someone, like, and then you play that deep, and then that person plays a decoy, you're in shambles because yeah. then someone else comes and fills mm-hmm. that spot, and then you have to guard him. But the problem with when you're guarding him, you don't guard Luca. You don't guard Luca. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. you know, you have to use. You almost have used your best player as a decoy, because when that happens, it opens up for more guys. Yeah. And you're still not. But what's gonna happen is your superstar is still not. It's not like your superstar is all of a sudden gonna be. Oh, we're throwing away. We don't. We don't need him anymore. You still need him because you need him to play that decoy. And if he's a good decoy, if he's a good decoy, he'll still put up twenty five a night. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a thing. Uh, so, let me just let me say some numbers right now. Spencer Gray Dinwiddie. That's his real middle name, Din- Gray. It's Gray. Spencer Gray Dinwiddie dropped 30 points off of 15 shots. He made 11 of them. He was 5 for 7 from the three-point line. He did everything in his will to get the job done. Let me pull up Chris Paul's stats from this game. Because he ob- <laughs> every player has a bad game. Right? right. I'll say that. Chris Paul put up 10 points. <laughs> He spent 31 minutes on the floor. He, <laughs> like, 
he shot 50% from the field at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, I don't know. Christopher Emmanuel Paul had a terrible game. He will say this himself. But it was just, it was so sad to see everything the Phoenix Suns have worked for as mm-hmm. a franchise come up to this moment and collapse. Can we just, we just want to preface this. John also said, Caleb, as Caleb was getting into it, John said that Devin Booker was trash. Devin Booker is not trash. I, I don't I don't agree with that personally, purely because Devin Booker has dropped 71 on everyone's favorite teams. Yes. So, uh, I just don't, I mean, everyone has a bad game. You're allowed to have bad games. Yeah. You just, you, well, you know, you, if you're like a spectacular player, you're not, you don't have bad games on game seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you do have a bad game on game seven, your teammates are supposed to step up and no one stepped up on Phoenix. You know what the issue is? Like, you looking at his stats over the series, he obviously didn't play amazingly, Mm-mm. but, you know, he's dropping 20, 30, 35, 28. Mm-hmm. His worst games were, you know, he almost, besides the obvious 11-point game, yeah, off of 14 shots, like, he's dropping, he's shooting at least around 50% area mm-hmm. with, uh, like, almost 20 points. Right. Like... Now all that's useless if you don't win the series. You don't win but, the series, yeah, obviously. But, but you're not. He's not. He's not bad. No, he's not terrible. Obviously, when you put the Mavericks, obviously had a defensive scheme. That mm-hmm. that's one thing. The Mavericks historically have had a defensive scheme for your best player. Mm-hmm. If it's LeBron, they got him. If it's uh, you know, just anybody, they can get the analysis and get the strategy to get it done. Right. And Devin Booker, I mean, he he's a volume shooter. If he's hot, he's hot. He's not, he's not. He's not trash. Mm-hmm. It's just that Dallas was very good at getting the job done defensively against this bunch of people, bunch of bunch of players. Just it is unfortunate. I I, I really want to see the Phoenix Suns have a happy moment. Mm-hmm. Mavs in seven. Mavs What? <laughs> Mavs and seven. You know the Suns and four mean? No, Mavs and seven. No, Mavs, yeah. Mavs and seven. What do you think I was think uh I, th- be... I thought you were said they're gonna beat Golden State in seven. No. Well let's talk about Dallas and Mavs. Or no, Dallas and Warriors. <laughs> Dallas and Warriors David versus Goliath, no? I guess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Does it feel like that? It shouldn't feel like this. It really shouldn't because Luka's really good, and the team obviously has shown that they can slay it's, Giants. Okay, it's it's not that it shouldn't feel like that. It's It should. It has that. Because it's Dallas. Why does it have that taste in my Because mouth? the only good player Dallas has had besides Luka is Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> like... And I, it's not like it's not like Dallas was like on the cusp of this for so many years, and Luka finally added that. No, they were bad for a couple years yeah, there. Yeah. So Luca definitely turned their franchise around again, and mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine if Trey Young was on Dallas and Luca was on Atlanta? Oh my gosh, it just popped in Dallas my head. Dallas would be terrible. I think Atlanta wouldn't get past the first round just because Atlanta can't build a good team. Right, but regardless, um, <laughs> that's my prediction. If that's what happens. Yeah, um, but for for this, like, ah, dude, I got Golden State in like six. Golden I, State in six. Yeah. The questions for this one is, okay, obviously you have to figure out who guards Luka. Uh, and I, I don't have a question for that. I don't have an answer for that. Like, who gets on Luka? Is it Clay? Clay mm-hmm. can guard pretty well, but I don't know how he stops Luka. I don't know if Clay is good for terms. Not that he doesn't get physical, because he gets physical. Mm-hmm. But 
I just don't think he has the the tenacity for that. You know what I mean? Like the the grit. Yeah. In my opinion. The thing is, he's not even the most athletic player, Luca. He's mm-hmm. just so skilled at what he does. That, yeah. You know, it just it just blow like it just makes people look silly. You you could have. I don't. I don't say. Maybe you put Green on him. Maybe you, put, maybe you should put Draymond on him. Draymond on him. That will be a chippy series because Luca. I don't know what happened, but Luca got really Americanized these past couple <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, he he's did. talking so much ish to people that it's hysterical. Because you wouldn't think he would, but you look at him and then he's talking ish to Chris Paul and everyone in between, talking to himself after games. Like, it's it's funny. Like he's really become American. Him and Draymond Green might actually blow the roof off of. Uh, not Staples Center, not Oracle. What's it called? I don't know. They changed the stadium. They changed. They Staples. Moved. I feel like it's Staples. No? no, it's not Staples. Staples used to be crypto. Oh my <coughs> gosh! What's the Warriors? Where Staples Center? Warriors home I arena. I think it's Staples, but I just Chase Center. Chase it's Center. the Chase, Chase Center. Center. I, I apologize. Not. Staples. I don't. I. I mean, you could have Green guard him. Gary Payton is back, right? I think so. You gotta Peyton guard him, like. I mean, there's a couple options. Options, so. Yeah. Uh... Oh no, he is out still. He is out still. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd take the Mavericks here. I think here's why. <coughs> Unless, for some reason, throughout the season that, the Warriors and Mavs have played, they have not been able to solve Luca. They haven't. And I don't think they do now. Just because... And Luca is now hot. Mm-hmm. He, He's know, on fire now, yeah. Yeah, he is now on fire. And even though there are a lot of weapons on the Warriors, I think that a couple, maybe one weapon has a bad game, the other one might not perform well. I think Luca can carry it mm-hmm. in six. Who you say Dallas and six? Well, actually no seven because Clay will win game six. Yeah, okay. And then it'll be a game seven. Okay. I apologize, but Dallas and seven. Okay, that's why. See, I, that's why I think Golden State six. Why? Because game six Clay baby. Game six, which is weird. That's it's... like game six Clay is like top five NBA players yeah, ever. I don't like know a why. Time. Game six Clay. Mass so basically, LeBron, you're saying that Kyrie. you're saying Golden State will win three games before game six. You win game one. Okay, at home, yes, fair. You lose game two. Okay, okay. You win game three and game four. You lose game five, you win game six. I don't know. I think the timeline would be looks a little different. It's just, I don't know. Dallas takes Lucas... one at home, one away, and then you, then you, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I... I'm going to say Mavs and seven just because it's I'm, something about it. It's either or. Like, it goes so. It, it feels very. Yeah, like this one. Like, I could easily five, see the Warriors. Five years six. ago, if this was the matchup, Golden State by a long shot. Yeah. Now? Ugh. Like, you yeah. got to think the weapons. Jordan Poole, who's heated up as well. Yeah. Curry, Clay, Thompson. Green. Yeah. I don't even know who the center is. Who's the center for. Who's the center for the Warriors? Like, I feel like. It's not Wiseman because he's hurt right now. Yeah, Wiseman's hurt, so. I mean, I think they're putting. Um, is it Kevin Looney? Yeah, I think it's Kevin Looney. Is... Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney. I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, Kevin. No, I mean, and Kevin Looney, even him, he, like he's stepped up. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't been dog. Right. 
if James if James Wiseman would stop getting hurt, he'd be like the best center in the league. Oh yeah, because he can have, shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. He can dribble down. Yeah. And he had Curry and Clay passing to him. Oh in yeah. the paint. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's that one. What about Miami Heat and Boston? Wait, when does Wiseman come back? He's a possibility for summer league. Okay, so he's not coming back. Okay, that's no. I was gonna say because that could actually influence my pick because he's that good. No, he's but, a possibility for summer league. Okay. That's a shame. Because so, I remember he was like a first overall. He was like the third pick. He was the third pick. How did the Warriors go? Because they. Oh, because Clay was gone and Steph was Clay gone. Clay was they gone because really he. Bad. Clay tore his ACL uh-huh. and his MCL or something like that. And then Curry broke his wrist for like five months, which mm. I think was an over exaggeration. I think he only broke it for about two or three. Yeah. And they just wanted him to rehab for two months to come back perfect so they can get that lottery pick. Yeah. And it worked. Like, it worked. So the Spurs tactic, yeah, I like that. Um, um, now we have Miami and Boston. God, oh God. <laughs> um, I think we watched a little bit of this yesterday. We did, yeah. We watched the first game. So the Celtics were beating them for a pretty good amount. Yeah, in the third quarter. And it was just like it was like some switch got turned uh-huh. on where Boston wasn't making shots and Miami was doing a lot. Miami also had home court advantage. I'm gonna say Boston in seven. It feels, I don't know. I really want to stand by the fact that I said that Jason Tatum will be the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, what after Game One of Round One? I think I'm gonna stick with this that the teams from the East win. Uh. Miami wins it all, or Boston wins it all. <coughs> I think Boston wins it all because I think they beat Miami, obviously. But yes, I I don't think that. I mean, I can't see Dallas beating Miami. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think I. Can, I, I don't see the Golden State. The issue is the East is so defensive that it could lock up Luca, or not even Luca. You don't stop Luca, but you stop Luca's teammates, and I think that's what happens with mm-hmm. either Eastern team. Golden State's a little bit different because you have so many weapons that you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. The, I don't think anybody can guard Bam Adebayo. Nobody guards no one him from the West. No. no one from the West guards him. No one. Jameis Wiseman, and he's out. Kayvon Looney, maybe. Maybe, dude, I don't know. Kayvon Looney doesn't have that edge. Come on. No, he doesn't have that. But, like, Bam's just really, really talented. I'm going to say Al Horford, Boston, and... Yeah, Al Horford can guard him, though. So I'm going to say Boston and uh, Well, Al, For- Al Horford is day-to-day. I'm looking at some injuries right I'm now. I'm hoping that he comes back in time. Yeah, he'll be back for Game 3, so he might not go to Game 2. But Boston's a low seed, so... You're playing away for right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. So I, I definitely think a team from the East wins. I don't know how you can't. So, you say Golden State mm-hmm. advances, and they, they're playing who? I think they play Boston. The okay. new the, you, the newer dynasty versus the old dynasty, you know what okay. I mean? So. Um, and you think Boston wins? And what's the number you have attached to that? Six or seven. It's interesting that you say the Warriors lose in six. Six or seven, I mean, it's... I Come on, it's the Warriors. They're obviously going to at least get two or three games. Yeah. At least get two or three games. If the Warriors lose in anything less than five, that's a failure. Obviously, losing in the finals is a failure, but it's like a disaster, a catastrophic like failure. you didn't deserve to be there. Yeah. yeah, you didn't deserve to be there if you was in four. Basketball, in my opinion, is the easiest sport to win a game in. Mm. In my opinion, 
Because you can have totally, completely different people drop 40. Yeah. So that's why I feel like you're, but you're not going to have like your fourth liner in hockey get a hat trick. That doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. So that's why I feel like, you know, I mean, that's my opinion. Six or seven for Boston. So If I go with Dallas winning, something tells me Luka is heating up. Defensively, I don't think they, they'll like match up with. We just saw Phoenix went down. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dallas can beat Golden State. And then I, I want to say Boston makes it through. I'm going to say Boston in six in the finals. Okay. So Boston beats Dallas in six? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think that's outlandish to say. I mean, I don't think Dallas beats Golden State, but if they do, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, the conference finals for any any sport are always the toughest. Mm. I mean, because it's like, okay, well, I didn't think they'd beat this team. Are they gonna, I mean, we did this last time with yeah. the NFL playoffs. I was, like, hell-bent. I was like, Bengals are not going to beat the Chiefs. That's not going <laughs> to happen. And then they beat the Chiefs, and I was like, no, nah, they're not going to beat the Rams. And then they almost beat the Rams. Yeah. Like, so uh, we've seen it happen. Yeah. I'm really – if – in hypothetical situation, Golden State wins it and Boston wins it. Uh, so the Eastern games will be at like what, like five o'clock, six o'clock yeah. in the afternoon, and the Golden State games will be at like nine or ten. Nine or ten. That's gonna that's gonna suck. That I much. hope it'll be like eight thirty, but yeah. All right. So both playoffs reviewed. We're missing our loyal co-host. Right. The- we opted for no final round this time because no John isn't here. Round. Yeah, it sucks that I I wish he would talk about some baseball. There's a lot going on there, but we don't really know much about baseball like he does. <sighs> no, he's the biggest baseball brain. Yeah. And so so we're gonna use this time to play a non copyright song in memoriam of John. <laughs> so John, have at it. Play whatever song you want to play. Uh, just make sure we're not getting copyright striked. But other than that. This has been No Game Scheduled. I've been your temporary host, Caleb. I'm here with Matt. It was a fun day. It was it was fun. We just missed our co-hosts. So yeah. No worries. No worries. He'll be back next week. Good old Matthew who thinks the Oilers and the Rangers will make it all the way to the finals. I'm holding out hope, baby. Breadman, holding out hope for the Breadman. <laughs> uh, see you guys later.